What's happening? Well, yeah, there's hey. a lot happening. Hey, do we sound really nice? I, we should. We should, at the very least, like we there will be no sound bleed over. Okay, yeah. well that's can that's we, good. Can we just give an example of? It, it it feels like the way that this room looks like to me is whenever like Scarlett Johansson or someone of her ilk and they're going on a, a like a press movie junket press junket I, yeah and these are the rooms that they sit in kind of and then the journalists and then the journalists and like just cycle in one after the other right yeah, yeah. yeah. comfy chairs microphones set up yeah so so for for those of you listening at home which is probably everybody. Um, <laughs> We, uh, my, my office has a podcast studio in it and we've never been able to use it. And it frankly hasn't been, it's got completed a few months ago. And so we just had an excuse to come up here and, uh, and record in a proper, like not Mark's living room type situation. Well, that's that's like, pretty nice compared to where we started. Like compared compare to my garage. The garage yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the yeah. garage was great, but then remember like, you know, Suffering out in a field <laughs> when Ryan brought oh, no, in I'd a bring in a little heaty. Oh, uh, yeah, little heat. We still call <laughs> it heaty. Yeah, forgot about little heat. We like little heaty anyway. Yeah, so so I, my whole thing was like, I don't 100% know that that my office is going to keep this space, but it's like right now we technically have this podcast studio. And so my I put out the call to you guys and just said, Hey, you guys, do you want to meet in the middle and come near downtown Austin and record in a uh podcast space and so Here we we're are. doing it yeah you guys can't see it but theater of the mind is this where you record your business podcast sometimes i record business podcasts in here did you just say business i did say thank you yeah it's a slightly different uh apple classification but uh yeah we're tonight tonight we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the musics and less about the business. And we're gonna be sounding smooth. Smooth, yes. Oh, you guys smooth. are already on fire, so let's yeah. kick yeah. it off. All right then. All right. I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. I'm Mark. This is somebody likes it. I feel like there's a lot of music news. Like a lot. There has been. I mean, more than a little. Um, I want to put it out there and we sent some, so we like, you know, we're pulling back the curtain for you guys. I know this is, uh, difficult to follow, but we sometimes send each other things between the shows. And one of the things that popped up this week is that MTV news signed off for good after 36 years. Yeah. I just feel, I feel like what have they been doing for the last like 15, 20? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My point exactly. Like, like that uh, was still a thing? Well, who gives a motherfuck? I mean, they're not on TV. Like, are they online? Like, who goes, who wakes up and thinks, you know what? I'm going to get my music news from MTV. MTV. I just feel like there's Which probably. Which took away the music television part from their logo. It's back, though. Is it? Yep. Well, it was. It was oh, it's gone again? Well, I mean, they're gone now, so. I feel well, like. the news part is. There's a slightly oh, dark corner in the studio where. Uh, a white-haired Kurt Loder is sitting, and no one has told him. I honestly all. thought they got rid of MTV. I thought it was just the whole fucking thing. Just gone. MTV is just reality shows now. No, no, it was, but then a few years ago, they decided to start bringing back videos. We won't be, we won't be able to solve all of it here, but I did think it was interesting uh, of note that it was, has been 36 years, and to your point, it's Tabitha like what Soren. The, whatever happened to her? She was right? a dish. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? bleeding edge. Yeah. Super Ryan trying to shove people out of the podcast. We're gonna get um, sued. Yeah. the The other thing is, uh, Pavement is doing a residency, which also feels I like didn't that's really that. interesting. Yeah, they found somebody's bedroom and they're gonna just put together take some a, shitty equipment. Take up residence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's uh, just we're kind of slackers. Yeah, no. In September, they're doing a residency, I guess, in a place called Brooklyn Steel and. I assume that that's in Brooklyn, and uh, also maybe made of steel. But still, that seems an un—they a very sort of un-residency-like band, and I thought it was interesting. They always seem to me like they just weren't trying that hard. What is your whole joke like? It was Sorry, really Steve Ritchie's. Minute, it was so. really Steve Ritchie's joke. It was like their their, their picks, picks their picks were too, too heavy. Yeah. All right, yeah. last yeah. last thing for me. Is that, uh, and I didn't uh, come up with this, Ryan sent it out to us, uh, that a dog named Buddy Holly won the Westminster Dog Show. That is 100% true. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway. Cute dog. 
We should get to the item at hand. Okay. So what is it that we're, we're listening to? We're here to talk about the debut record of a an Irish band uh, called Fontaine's DC. So named uh, Fontaine's uh, DC because they're Dublin City, because there was already a Fontaine's from Los Angeles. Uh, and they both apparently liked the same character in The Godfather. But anyway, uh, it's, a, it's a record called Dog Roll. Anyway, that's about all I have to say. <laughs> um, I've gone through a whole life cycle with this record. Like, I want to kind of hear what say. you guys have to say. Well, the, <laughs> the funny thing was, is like, is that they keep, they're prolific. Like, they keep putting shit out. And so, as things, like, to, to in fairness to Ryan, like, as, like, time has drug on a little bit and we've backburnered uh, getting to the record or it's taken us a while to get back in the studio and, uh, and put this together, like, those guys just keep cranking shit out. And then Homeboy has a solo record out that came out last week. So Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you guys were saying on the thread, like, oh, what's going to happen between them? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, a couple records and an EP or something. And yeah. I'm like, I do think they have a new live album out. And, uh, yeah, Homeboy's putting out a thing. I think they put out books of poetry, too. And, like, anyway... Dudes are busy. How is do you, it uh, Grian or Grian? Yeah, I, Kevin, I, that, that, I don't know, that is I think, exactly I think what was about Grian. to come out of my mouth. Yeah, oh, yeah I would. I would imagine it's Grian. I, I could Grian. Grian. We should yes. look that up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've obviously, in three years, done the work to <laughs> so little research. Dude, yeah, I, I have recommended this record to like everybody I know, and like I've gone through cycles of where I've like listened to it to death, and then I would like put it down. And then come back. I haven't listened to any of the other shit because I was like, I don't want to like ruin my experience for th- of this record for the podcast. And then like Shane couldn't record. Her. Anyway, I won't get into all that. But we're here now, and uh, I I literally want to. Okay, Shane, the reason uh, that this took a while is because I kept putting it off. I picked other records uh, before this, but um, you were the one who had said like, dude, I think you're gonna like that record, and, and sure enough, I did. Uh, I had already picked Boys in the Better Land, which I'd heard on KUTX, uh, and is on some show. I don't know if it's posted yet, but uh, but you were like, yeah, I think you're going to like that record. So, No, I think I said this record is made for you. Yeah, they, yeah you're pretty much right for the, about that. Uh, like, literally, if this had been like the next Nevermind, like zero surprise over here. I'd be like, yeah, of course it is. And apparently overseas it was. But anyway... Uh, Shane, what are your thoughts? Before I say my thoughts, I'm not going to get offended by anybody. By the way, you can't. You can't. Uh, I, I I love you. We go yeah. way back. It's true. Just I didn't. Thirty years. <laughs> Good joke. You guys in your other country accents right. just never well, fail like to amuse me. Spot uh, on, right? Don't yeah. Throw me into that. I Complete do turds that. and a turd. Well, with the Canadian <laughs> show last off, oh, yeah, off and off. Yeah. Give me two turds and a turd. Oh, God. Um, here's my thoughts on this record. And I felt this way. Okay, so when I texted you that, I had heard them perform live on KUTX. And I was like, fuck, man. Um, and one of the songs is on this record. It's probably my favorite song on this record, but it's nowhere near as good as it was when they did it live. This band has got to be incredible live. But the music is fucking outstanding. But I just can't get... It's a wash of beat poetry. He has no... He has the vocal range of, like... Shane McGowan or Courtney Barnett, which is why I'm not really into Courtney Barnett. Yeah, and I loved that record that we covered from her. Uh, you love yeah. wait, you loved who? Courtney Barnett. Oh, okay. uh, sometimes hold I on, sit hold, and think, and sometimes I just sit. Hold on one second. It's a it it gets a okay. It starts out great. I love the way that his voice sounds in that first song, but then it's just this wash of like there's absolutely no melody, none at all. But the band is so good, and then you get like half three quarters away through it and there's a couple songs with melody and it changes and it's super entertaining the music is always entertaining that band kicks fucking ass let me ask you a question i don't know if we've ever actually discussed this how do you feel about the clash i don't like the clash there you go that's it yeah that's where we differ no Uh, but 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 here's the thing about the clash is that joe strummer had melodies when he sang they're they're kind of shout song uh, I don't mind shout this. song. I don't mind the pogues. I'm just saying, like it gets a little 
slam poetry. I'm not crazy today. about it when he tries to be ballady. Uh, See, but those songs are actually pretty good, I but I don't like think his singing is great. Yeah, uh, I think there's, I think there's a the reason that he does mostly the beat poet kind of shout, yeah, shout singing. Yeah, can we all just agree he's with not the slam really poet that stuff? Amazing. He's not, no, at, he's not a, a, a super talented vocalist. No, he's not. Like, I don't think he's a good poet. For it. But there, yeah. but there is a place in rock and roll for for artists who are not necessarily, who maybe maybe are are singers of like in in position in the band but not necessarily vocalists like the the thing that kind of kept coming back to me was like craig finn like it feels like a little hold steady-ish which is like an irish version of that where it's like you have a posture and a position that you take with the music but it's like really like that guy's never gonna sing but fuck mick jagger's been going for 60 years like there is a place in rock and roll where for guys who don't sing conventionally to or like who who don't front bands conventionally to live to but. to that point i understand that uh, i just um it it started to get a, because every song the fucking band is so good and the music is so good but because there's no melody and it's like the slam poetry kind of delivery dude it, if if these lyrics had been delivered as slam poetry they'd get absolutely on my nerves but not the paired to like amazing music yeah the music is amazing yeah it 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 does it for me and that's always been my distinction between like good lyrics and poetry i just don't really like the medium of poetry all that much uh i'm those these dudes have literally put out two volumes of poetry and i have no interest in reading them can we can we um agree uh ryan have you seen surely you have seen the video for big I don't know that I have. I've heard holy, the song literally a hundred times. Holy shit, it's so great. So please promise me that we Well, will no, that to was already going to be like it, so I kind of think they like and we'll just segue into this, but I kind of feel like starting the record with the song Big is kind of analogous to Travis the man who starting with uh uh writing to reach you. Well, uh, yeah, that's the best song on the record. It immediately grabs It just like you're in it. Right, uh, but then, but then, that in stylistically, it's a great thing. But then, it's the same vocal stylistic, and then it's and it starts to for me, it starts to blend together. All right, well, why don't you save the rest of that till the other side of the video? Oh, well, and why don't we listen to a song? Yeah, you, you want to do big? Yes, big. Dublin in the rain is mine. A pregnant city with a Catholic mind. Stacks those sheets for the birdhouse jail. Our mescaline when the past is stale. Pale. Dublin in the rain is mine. A pregnant city with a Catholic mind. Slick little boy with a mind of rich. Pulling that thread for the next big fix. This. My childhood was small. My childhood was small. That shit is fucking awesome. And no, I had not seen that. And uh, also, that kid's done, man. Like, uh, rest of his life. Like, no, fuck with me. Look, look what he is did a, he when is I was the, like 11 or whatever. The 11-year-old neighbor of uh, however we pronounce his name. Oh, Green. 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 Yes. Yeah, we're pr- I'm probably super butchering that. Yeah. Butchering it, well, so. it's super Irish, you know, and it's, it, it's thematically in uh, step with the song. Anyway, so, now that kid yeah. was great and leaned into it, and it yeah. was exactly like verbatim, literally, pretty much what so, it said. But, so people but, should check it out, but kind of describe what's going on. It's it's it's, it's an eleven year old kid. kid in like a a, a jumper, as they it's, say. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice Irish cable knit sweater. Yeah, just like running down a high street. It's like the. Goodfellas, like Ray Liotta and Lorraine Bracco, like going through the back of the restaurant, through the kitchen, like where yeah, they get yeah. set down in front of Henny Youngman, like that whole one shot. Uh, it's like that, except for it's a kid singing the song "Big" by Fontaine's DC, yeah. uh, going through the streets of, I assume, Dublin. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Yeah, and like th- this is something that I appreciate. Uh, and if I liked pro poetry, like probably would do it for me, and it definitely does in the song. That dude can say a lot with a little. No, and I appreciate that about his, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, a, a, he's not my childhood both. was small, but I'm gonna be big. Like, but that says more than just like those two lines. Like, I don't know. Okay, it it feels aspirational and like they're oh, doing, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. Uh, it tells you something about how he grew up and about what he's trying to do now. I don't know. Uh, have you ever seen like any? Have you ever, have you ever seen them live? Yes. Yeah. Kevin and I did. Oh, you did. We both did this past September. It was great, and they uh, like packed house. Like anyway, they. Um, it's a. Uh, it is an equally energetic show live. Yeah, we saw them at uh, Scoot Inn, uh, like oh, two wow. blocks from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Uh, great the venue. only complaint I had was like it wasn't quite loud enough because I guess like noise ordinance stuff around. Yeah, yeah, noise ordinance or whatever. Yeah, but like the, they were no, they brought it. Uh, those shows shut down at a reasonable hour. Yeah, so it's like they have to get it all in. But everybody who was there was uh, front and center and prep for it, and yeah, it was big uh, time into it. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, you know, speaking of getting it in, I mean, I like that the song is is fairly short like yeah. it's it's not like what, they, about they don't three minutes or yeah they don't less. draw it on yeah. like like it it's it's the perfect length I which think. In, in itself and this is probably not at all what they meant but it in itself is like a little bit allegorical because it's like like i might be like essentially like i'm gonna be big i might be small like the idea that it's that it's this tight little short ditty i think totally it, it just works kind of on a lot of levels yeah and it's and it's almost uh well, it's opening up the record, so it's it's almost like saying, "I was small. I'm going to be big because everything else you're going to hear from here on out." Yeah, here like, it is. It's a statement, you know. Yeah. And they'd actually been around for like four years before like this record came out, uh, and I guess they were kind of hailed in some circles as like, you know, the next saviors of punk or whatever. But like they they had more to offer than that, and this was like a declarative statement, like here we go, and so yeah, like done. I thought Green Day was the Saviors of Punk. Oh yeah, but that was, that a, was a while. They were the '90s Saviors oh, of Punk, and then oh. Rancid was the Saviors of Punk. Oh, By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. to keep saving Punk. Pennywise. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's Blink One Eighty Two? I guess oh, yeah. uh, some Forty One saved Punk at some point. I, yeah. I heard a Blink One Eighty Two song on the radio recently, and um, I'm just sorry. gotta say, it's a terrible band. I I would not have been at all surprised if by this point. I've been watching Fontaine's DC in like stadiums and shit, but that's just not how it worked out. Also, uh, a pandemic happened like right when they were breaking, and like it did. Sure enough, yes. Oh, uh, right. it was. Uh, that's why I was stuck at home. Yeah, it was a pangolin in a wet market in China. Penguin. Pangolin. I thought also, you said penguin too. Lyrically, I love the fact that they are like they really lean into wordplay in some ways that are distinctly Irish like um, the 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 like the stanza that kind of keeps getting the line kind of keeps getting called out in reviews is like from that from big Dublin in the rain is mine a pregnant city with a Catholic mind like it's uh that's Irish like, it's Irish as balls I like, also wrote down what I think is the most Irish uh, line on the record. And I'll just put that out there. Um, it's not a song I want to pick, but uh, that violent, how do you do? That's pretty Irish. Yeah. Moore Street <clears throat> was the street in Dublin that that video was shot on. Moore Street. Moore Street. So for those of you listening in the UK uh, or Ireland, go to Moore Street. All right. Was, you want to yeah, recreate that. Maybe you'll see that kid. He's not a kid anymore. Well, <laughs> What he's I'm, he's probably I'm, like I'm seventeen, he's like slightly older. Yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. But I wonder if he's still running. Around. See, he did get but, big. But I'll tell you what, man. Like that kid has got like party fodder for like the rest of his life. You know, he's gonna dine out on that video for a while. Hopefully, yeah. Well, his mom's gonna show it to everybody that comes over. So proud every yeah. Christmas. It only takes a minute and a half. Like what's <laughs> unless <laughs> unless he like headbutts somebody at a bar at some point and like anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do another one. Uh, all right. Uh, Shane's probably not gonna like this one, but I think it's badass. Uh, it's a very insistent. Uh, I like all the build. music on this record. All right. Well, let's spin uh, "Checklist Reckless." Sailor dreams of having it all. She documents the essence in the bathroom stall. An empty cheers marks an empty occasion. The empty glass ringing all across the nation. All across the nation. All across the nation. All across the nation. Dude, 
shit is perfect. Uh, like, I don't know. By the way, Mark, every time you keep counting us off, for some reason I've been listening to After Hours by Velvet Underground uh, recently, and it ca- starts off like that, and then you put that in my head when you close the door. Anyway, we're here to talk about something else. That uh, Checklist Reckless is a fucking perfect song. Well, and we should also let the audience know that the... Um so we did watch a video of that. We watched the KEXP uh, performance. And the thing that uh, I've seen referenced elsewhere, but that video kind of brought home for me, was the Ian Curtis thing. Like, Oh, yeah. There's a like little the, bit of yeah. Ian Curtis going on there. Like The uh, Joy Division stage presence, Ian yep. Curtis. Yep. Uh, kind of the step forward, step back type of... Well, yeah, less uh, whatever, the sort of less flailing... Uh, uh, at the elbows and yeah. and history, but like in terms of like similar approach to the mic and their approach yeah. to the music, like, like li- literally rocking on the mic Dude, for sure. I mean, to me, like that song is tension filled like all the way through it, and like literally, I can like feel my like blood pressure, like like I feel like my heart beats faster w- while it's playing. Uh, I don't know what that is. Shane's like over there going like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, man?" I thought Shane was asleep. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, I'm t- I'm a little tired. No, uh, like uh, I mean, there's just nothing more for me to say. Like I, I, his vocals start getting samey, and the band is really good. Yeah, this is probably the most Clash like song on the record too. And if you don't like the Clash, I, I don't hear that at all. I do. Uh, I mean, I it's a longer discussion than we can have here on the mic right now. But uh, honestly, this is a better band than the Clash, in my opinion. Okay, like uh. Also, longer discussion. Uh, Certainly, a more current band than the Clash. That is definitely true. That I is always a factual I, statement. But I also, w- I was also the guy who was like, "Well, Oasis is really taller than the Beatles, so like it just yeah. really depends on the." Comparison you were that guy. Yeah. Like, I was. Uh, yeah. Apparently, George Harrison yeah. talked shit about Oasis before he died. Of course, he did. And uh, Wait, what did he say? Oh man, I'd have to pull it up, but you know, I get served all that stuff in my Google feed, like because they just know what I like, and I'm like, I can't not read this. Yeah, and it was like, what George Harrison really thought about Oasis. George Harrison and was like, a crotchety and man, and like, uh, it was mostly no. He thought Noel was a good songwriter, and he should have just sung all the songs because Liam was shit. And uh, anyway, that just got <laughs> kind of stuck in Liam's craw, as you, as you might imagine. I imagine Liam saying great on. Their first record, and it was Law of Diminishing Returns, and later stuff. Yeah. In my opinion, even even on how was he when uh, you opened for him? He sound all right, like singing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was Fine. all over the place. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh, anyway, who's got uh, middle? I've got the middle. Would you like to employ that? Uh, well, let's, yeah, let's let's uh, let's do a little bit of a a, 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 a few minutes a middle a middle ditty, and then uh, we'll come back and I'll tell you all about it. I did. Okay. Well, uh, for any new initiates to uh, somebody likes it. The middle section is where we uh, we take a small break. We we change it up a little bit, uh, listen to a song, uh, maybe watch a video, and uh, talk about that. So uh, I wanted to, uh, as I said, change it up a little bit, um, and 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 do something with a little more w- w- a very different vibe actually, but I didn't want to depart too much. So uh, we're going to listen to uh, another Dublin uh, native, and that's uh, Glenn Hansard, and uh, the song that we're going to listen to is Lowly Dessert. I'll tell you what, man. I'm not expecting in the middle of like an Irish dirge, <laughs> trombone solo. No, not typically. Yeah, and, and not all of his stuff is is, is 
is that uh, animated. But uh, I think I think that's a really good song from him, and uh, and another video with uh, with Dublin kids in it. God damn it, Mark, you stole Everybody my fire. Everybody keeps stepping on your shit, man. Yeah, man, you guys need to just cool it for a minute, man. I thought maybe cool they were now. they were headed you to the Treme. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah, there was a little bit of an yeah. Irish second line there, wasn't yeah, there? Kind of. I, I thought yeah. the same thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering if if you picked um, an Irish. Act for the, the I current affair. I don't believe so, but I'll have to check. If if yeah. if there will be there's, children, there's in still it. time. Yeah, still yeah. time to do some research on on Irish bands that have children in their right, videos. Right, exactly. That I want to play next. Yes, yeah. we'll work on that. That was a pretty solid song. It's not my favorite song in the entire world, but um, I, I will tell you, I do like Glenn Hansard. Um, I do too. And um, good song. He's so technically proficient at what he does. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, he just he he just gets how to write a song. He also is like having seen. I saw uh, I saw this is years ago, but I saw him do a solo set um, with Sam Beam from whatever Iron and Wine. Iron and Wine, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and of the two of them, like Hansard opened here, and I thought that Hansard was by far like just the more adept stage presence. Like some of that is just the way that those acts are set up, but the, but I think like there is something about his, uh, he seems sort of very centered as a musician. Like he doesn't is like he doesn't ever seem like he's trying to, and, and I don't. That's not my favorite track of his either. I liked it fine. Yeah, it was good. Um, but uh, but I but I think that he has a distinct point of view that seems uniquely his. I hmm. guess is what I'm trying. Well, to Well, that say. dude has like kind of a cult following, right? Isn't that he's only followed mm-hmm. by cults. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Only Hare so Krishna. Like, yeah. yeah. Hare Moonies. Moonies. Yeah. 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 People, in, people in Waco. Oh, right. Actually, yeah. just exactly. actually just listening to this podcast, uh, you're going to have to be inducted. Into oh, a cult. see, Brian's not a joiner though. So, oh, all right, it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I like Glenn Hansard. I thought uh, that song was uh, kind of a departure from a lot of his stuff. Um, but also uh, definitely a, a, a departure from Fontaine's DC. And certainly, we did manage to get all the way through talking about it without uh, going into our riff about what the possible names for the sequels to Once would be. Well, oh. no, we, we, we <laughs> almost we almost yeah. made it through. Oh shit! Yeah. Sorry, my bad. We did kind of go there. What was yeah. the one that you said that was the funniest one? Well, once I don't know. Second again, time around. Dead. Once again, uh, once more. No, I don't. Sort I of a weekend remember. in Bernie's situation. Anyway, Tice, feet times a matey. Yeah. All right, let's Great. let's get back. Please, that's, that's enough. So one of the fun things about covering Fontaine's DC and there are a lot of them but one of the fun things about covering Fontaine's DC is that you can go read the what local press is like and it's on the you know it's super spirited local press so the review of uh, really wasn't so much a review of this record as like uh, just a statement made by a writer in the Irish Times about what they thought this record signified for Irish music, like essentially like Irish rock bands. And so this was kind of interesting. One of the things that they called out here was that um, legendary former Rolling Stone editor David Frick also singled out uh, Fontaine's DC at South By, uh, at the South By Showcase. And uh, and then they said that uh, NME which it, which according to this writer was admittedly a quote pale shadow of its former self has called them and this is sort of what I thought was interesting surrealist punks soundtracking an anxious generation i take no umbrage with the idea that the generation is anxious i think that's probably true but are they surrealist surrealist punks yeah and what does that even mean yeah i don't know i think he was getting a little clever i don't know yeah, clever it's pretty realist yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know that it was surrealist, but uh, I mean that would be like calling. I mean, I mean, two totally different fucking situations. But like, you know, if you uh, were to write a a review about like straight out of Compton and call it surrealism, like, no, we're just 
just pretty much no. We're just notating. Just kinda, kinda some, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Some sometimes a gun is just a gun. <laughs> that is true. Sine pa, right? Gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have notes from three and a half years ago. My old phone, which I uh, brought in. How long? Uh. <laughs> uh They're written on <laughs> parchment. E parchment. Yes, I'm, I brought my scrolls. Oh, yeah. I brought my scrolls. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll just throw out a few of them. I haven't even like really looked at this, uh, but television screen is Peter Hook plus plays bass for Sonic Youth. Uh, the lots cured fascination. Uh, disintegration. I may have been drunk when I wrote that one. I was. I was about to ask. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I, I would just confirm that. Yes. Uh, was that was Dublin that City reference? Skies yeah. is a very Irish all tomorrow's parties. I will stand by that one. Uh, if you listen to uh, uh, Velvet Underground, all tomorrow's parties, uh, Dublin City Sky is absolutely inspired by. Uh, and uh, anyway, I, I feel like this is not really going anywhere good. So uh, <laughs> why don't we pass it on to? I, w- I wish that else. like you were writing, you were writing these notes, and like the drunker you got, the more you just. I, th- I think they felt profound at the time. Because well, I do. do. Well, I, 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 what I can say about this is like I hear all kinds of influences all over this record. I hear like '80s U2. I hear Sonic Youth. I hear Velvet Underground. Uh, hear Clash, uh, and but not necessarily ripping off any of them. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, Irish bands, and I don't mean this in the same way, and I don't mean that, you know, like I was saying earlier, like I don't wish that they had a better singer because he makes so much of the sound of the band, but the band is so good. And then it makes me think of you 2 like, if you could just take Bono out of U2, mm-hmm. that would have been like the best band of the last 40 years. But unfortunately, we're stuck with the f- Bono. That's another Dublin band. I know. This is yeah. another Dublin band. Uh, and his kids' band sounds a lot like Lesser U2, by the way. I don't uh, know. I like that single. Eh. Uh, it's fine. It, the lyrics are stupid. But yeah. musically, it's pretty good. I don't know. Any band that says we're the best band in the world. Are you talking about you two? Yeah. Look, man, if you go back to the Unforgettable Fire or a lot of their shit. I like 80s U2. I just can't. He's Kevin he's saw just, them on uh, Joshua Tree Tour. I did see them on Joshua Tree Tour. Here's here a couple of things that I think that it's important for the audience to know. One is um, this podcast is actually going to be forced onto your Apple devices. So right. we haven't, <laughs> yeah. we didn't want to say anything because right we, away. This is a perfect segue. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's that. The other thing is that I always notice, and this is just like sort of a minor segue about a point that you guys made a minute ago where, um, maybe we have a couple of cocktails while we're making notes and then it's like your notes don't make any sense. And I have a number of friends that it's like when they have a, a couple too many cocktails, it's like their volume goes up. And I was like, why don't people just write larger? I've like apologized for that many times. I well, all I caps. can't. I wasn't going to call you out specifically. Yeah. Oh man, I got to one of these days got to bring in some lyrics. Like sometimes I that you write when you're that I write inebriated? after many glasses of wine. Yeah. And I'm like, this is genius. Uh, yeah. And then the next day I was like, I don't understand what this means. Yeah. Do ever tell Who you, was that guy? Ever tell you guys like the app I want to develop, like the um the email uh, breathalyzer? Oh, no, that's a <laughs> perfect <laughs> idea. Uh, it, yeah, if email, it's past text. like 2 a.m., you know, or text, yeah, text or email, like blow into it, your phone just shuts down. Uh, oh, so you can't se- send messages no, yeah, to people. You can't send texts or Oh man, uh, sometimes that's yeah. such a yeah. good idea. I I, a good I idea. I've woken up and I and I've woken up feeling a certain way, and I'm like, oh, fuck, please tell me I didn't fucking start texting people at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, a lot like, of times it was me. Uh, well, that goes both ways, though. That's true. All right. Anyway, the point is, uh, what a delightful uh, sojourn into uh, the modern Irish music we've had today. And I got to say, you know, we haven't, we have not approached... Uh, We've not approached probably the best-known song on that record yet. Well, I 
so I uh, Boys in the Betterland. I already brought up on a show, so I'm not picking that one. Oh. And before we go in, I do have one that oh. I want to pick. Uh, the we, only other thing that I want, I want to make. We should even talk about it. Well, <laughs> we can. Uh, okay. I just don't want to play it because it's going to be on a show. I don't even know which one I brought it up on. Oh, it's it's long long ago actually. It, okay. it already happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's out. It's, there. I can't remember posted. which one. I can I can look it up All for right. you. Well, it's it's fine. Uh, Producer Mark's got graphs. That's true. He does have like a spreadsheet pulled up right now. I've got uh, spreadsheets upon like spreadsheets. Mr. Yeah. Excel over here. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can talk about that uh, plenty. But like, uh, I guess the thing that I, I don't want to say it surprised me because like I don't know. I absolutely fell in love with the record. But like, so did everybody else on the other side of the pond. Like Guardian gave it like five stars. Uh, it won all kinds of awards and shit. Uh, and like that, you know, on over there, it like was never mind. And uh, for whatever reason, it just didn't translate as much over here. And like, I don't know, man, Americans are stupid or something. That was on episode one fifty nine, Miles Davis. Really? Oh, so it's yeah. been a while. It's yeah. been a while. No shit. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to. Th- I guess I just haven't listened to that whole episode. Uh, Start getting bored with the music. Album well, of. <laughs> I mean, album know. of the year. Uh, so I like I pulled a bunch of album of the year blurbs for this, which I thought was kind of interesting. A lot of hundreds, by the way. Yeah. Like a lot. Like a lot. Anyway, some site called Music OMH, um, which I'm gonna just assume that stands for Music on My Head. Um, could be, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, plausible. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, oh they heavens. say, dude said the blurb here is Fontaine's DC, where their influence is close to their sleeve, with nods to the Pogues, the Strokes, and Joy Division. But these influences are absorbed into their identity to create something that instantly sounds familiar and accessible, but also thrillingly compelling. And then several other adjectives that aren't here. Dude, so, yes, like, all of yeah. what that person just said. I don't yeah. agree with any of those band references. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, like see, that's where I thought we get into There's lots of Peter Hook bass in there. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't know. I did, I don't hear it. I mean, I hear I hear them being influenced by other bands, but I I, I don't definitely not the Pogues. Oh, uh, sure. Like with some of that, like uh, like what, the way shuffle that, that, in the drums. No, just like with that, like kind of oh, Irish all the tin whistle and um. No, I'm just know. talking about like the like the the kind of sing songy banjo uh, and. All right, pal. Uh, what album were you listening to? <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm not saying the, fall I'm not saying the instrumentation about, right? of the Pogues. I'm just just saying some of more like there's a little bit of traditional Irish, uh, musical structure in some of the songs. That's all I'm saying. There's a there's a another here's here's another one That's from true. a from a publication called Northern Transmissions who says that the album brings the Irish city to life as the plucky five piece take you on a journey through rain stroke soaked sheet streets streets viol- easy for me to Selling say she- seashells apparently violent encounters and a reassured confidence that comes from the struggle so it's like there's a lot of like uh like attempt to swing for the fences pros there might be some like, hyperbole yeah. in there I, I actually like that review better than the one before but um i like i like it when the reviewers put the you know the onus on the actual band rather than trying to talk about the amalgam of uh, yeah influences. Right. i mean it's funny when you do it well yeah because i'm you hilarious with the weird all the time that's true not <laughs> you know i would say you know 80 percent of the time. so we don't want to listen yeah. to boys in a better land no. What uh, should we uh Hurricane up with? Laughter. Hurricane Laughter. Alright, let's, okay. let's do that. Now the night is blue and red and it's tearing down the plaster. Hurricane laughter. Hurricane laughter. Tearing down the plaster. Dude, that is the shit. Uh, Shane, you just took me out of it a little bit. You said sorry, and I was actually talking to Canadians earlier, and like, uh, sorry, but I, I'll I'll get I'll get back to it. But yeah. <clears throat> wait, 
so you just gave a shit about not getting right back to the video off air, and then you fuck it up? I was all in the headspace, and then you guys wanted to talk about, you know, um, like uh, administrative Production stuff. Production notes. You know, it, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I've listened to that song plenty. That's the first time I've seen the live version. They're uh, so much better live. I love the recorded version. That uh, that song is at the point of the album where I'm just over the fact that he cannot sing him. Yeah, I knew, I, I knew you were... Feeling that way and through then, it, but and then the next didn't, song it after didn't that didn't do anything for me. Uh, like uh, you, like feeling that way about it. I cannot get over how much I fucking love that the song. music. Is great, dude. But it's uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, like for like five songs. You know what? It's pretty good. Um, but you know, it's another band that also that I, I. Would I love? This is a better band. The, uh, Fontaine's DC is a better band. But this band, great music. The National. I cannot listen to them. Like I am so bored out of my mind by his lack of vocal melody. I, I haven't quite figured like, them out. My roommate loves them. They're fucking uh, boring as shit. Yeah, I really I, like them. Well, like that's the fine, National. and everybody's yeah, yeah. telling. Uh, and I'm not offended that you don't. But that's the, fine. But the band, the music is great. But he's like, <laughs> but, it's, yeah. but it's instantly recognizable. Like, yeah, that's you, true. You always know. A you know what? Song. And when I hear it on the radio, I instantly recognize I'm going to turn to jail. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the only problem I had with that song that when we just now watched them do it live and listen to it, it was not nearly fucking loud enough. When I play that song in my car, it is fucking. Ear bleeding levels, like it's like when I'm playing Tone Loke in mine. Exactly, like when you play to Tone Loke, yes. Yeah. Uh, or when I'm playing Atlantis Morissette in mine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's where <laughs> we should get together and ride around. Town. He's like listening to Ironic on repeat, and, and I'm, li- I'm listening to Funky Cold Medina <laughs> on repeat. She's going to be at Austin City Limits. I'm I'm pretty pumped oh, about that. I can't that. wait. Uh, anyhow. So that song, it's that fucking like whipsaw guitar line Dude, that fucking slays me. The band, the I music get like is this so visual good. of like a power line that's just snapped and is like whipping around in the wind and like shooting sparks, uh-huh. uh, and, and like it just does it for me on every level. And I have no blah, idea what the song's blah, about, blah, by the blah, way. Blah, 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 it, it, apparently, it's about like like peeling plaster or something. But but I absolutely. You know what? In a in a Noel Gallagher way, like if the song's good enough, I don't give two shits Wait, what right. it's about. No. Wait, so so the name Hurricane Laughter, it's Cockney for doing something with plaster. It says like, uh, what is it? Peeling down the plaster or something? Knocking down the plaster? Hurricane okay. Laughter, oh, peeling okay. down the plaster, something oh, okay. like that. It does rhyme. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I don't that need to like be like a Noel Gallagher esque. Exactly. There. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't need to be profound if the but music's Noel good Gallagher enough. Wrote melodies. Dude, uh, that song dude, has plenty for me. Noel Gallagher, and we we firmly established this on the show. There is, is no connection available. I can tell you that about that song. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, hurricane laughter. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I thought you were talking between Noel Gallagher and. Gr- I would actually or? say that Old Green would have, on balance, much better lyrics if we were to. Uh, Examine them ne- next to each no, other with no, Noel no, Galgo. No. His lyrics are decent. I'm just saying, like, so on and on one in one camp you've got pretty decent lyrics, and in the other camp you've got amazing melodies with nonsense with lyrics. Nonsense lyrics, right? Yeah. So you know, I don't. I you know. You know what? I love this record every bit as much as I love Definitely Maybe, which is a lot. What? Absolutely. That is insanity to me. But. You told me I was going to love this record. Now you're giving me shit for living up to your expectations. I'm not giving you shit about liking this record or loving this record. I'm just saying I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. See, I can subvert expectations. See, you didn't put that in your envelope, did you? (laughs) I did not. I did not. But... I am going to take my my new nascent magic <laughs> as I'm every it. every show now. You have to write down a prediction, and put it in an envelope. Oh, I, it'll hey, probably be something that I say, and he's going to be right every it, time. It, it'll. I, I'm going to. This will be like uh, uh, Mike Stevens. You know, two point friend of the, the show, the bingo, Mike, friend yeah, of the show, Mike Stevens, bingo card. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I I got nothing else to say unless you fellas do. Uh, I, I'm. Are you satiated? Kind of. I was okay. going to say you know sated. What? 
But yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's he's gonna listen to this album in his car on the way home. I am. No, he is. I'm not yeah. kidding. Yeah. I was I, listening I to say, and I could have written that. I will down. say that I was hoping you would pick Liberty Bell, but uh, I like that song. The ones that you picked were really yeah. good. But that Liberty that's, Bell is that's about the favorite. Libertines. That's my favorite. My, that's my favorite one. Dude, on the there's album. not a stinker on this album. Like the the ballady stuff, I like a little bit less, but like still pretty good. I even like. Uh, see, I like the ballad stuff because there's a melody that comes out. No, yeah. there, there's not a bad song in the record. The whole record is is solid. Yeah, for sure. Well, sweet. It's just it's better for me to listen to it in the context it's weird. of you a and I have band. like really similar taste in music, but th- you'll like come out with something like uh, my second favorite song on OK Computer is Electioneering, and that's his least. It's favorite my song. least favorite song on that yeah. record. It's the only one I skip over. Like you know, we're pretty well aligned, but like. What the fuck do you think? That's a great song. Mm. But I would say electioneering is closer to like what they're doing here with Fontaine's, like just a tension-filled guitar anthem kind uh, of thing. We, we don't have enough time to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's true. It's it's the turd in the punch bowl to me. Electioneering. All right. Well, hey, here's my magic trick. You can take it home as a. Oh, souvenir. I'm good. All right. I do have Bill Davis's uh, set list on a coffee filter for my birthday. Oh, who doesn't? On my, it's on my yeah. It's on my uh, refrigerator. We're gonna bronze it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So Ryan, thanks for bringing. Uh, thanks for bringing that uh, to fruition. Thank you for finally indulging me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, now you got nothing to talk about. No, I'm done. <laughs> right. Like, that's exactly. it. <laughs> Noose them out. Tapped out. Just, <laughs> you're just gonna quit the podcast. Yeah. Like, exactly. I've said all I have to say. It's I'm gonna go live a, a, super a quiet uh, life in the mountains or something. Super slow mo mic drop. Okay, uh, then you want to take us out? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to a um, track by a band called Sir Chloe called No Better. Yeah, so that was a band called Sir Chloe uh, and a new song that just came out called uh, No Better. I'm quite fond of that. Yeah, I dig it too. It's easy to like. It was kind of right in my, right in a a pretty universal, hopefully a universal sweet spot. Yeah, poppy, but she's got like that kind of disaffected, new wavy voice. Uh, It reminds me, it's not going to mean anything to anybody, but like three of us in this room, but Jennifer Kristen back in the day, uh, Shane. Kind of has a little bit of that delivery. uh, Who was a vocalist back in the day? Uh, Shane, what do you think? I hated every fucking second of that song. Yeah, you're a big (laughs) fucking fat liar. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty. It was just stupid. And Uh uh, I think there's not one person in this room that liked that song more than me. And I know we all liked it. Yeah, Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. So Dana Foote was a senior at Bennington College, and oddly enough, studied music comp. So. It seems like uh like another one of these like I feel like there are a lot of those like uh oh uh, whatever homegirl from um Julian Baker like a similar Julian Baker story oh, like it, yeah like that's fair like went to yeah. college and then went to college made a bunch of music studied music made music and <laughs> keeps making music yeah <laughs> left college because she kept making music right yeah she's like I can't stay here anymore other people want to hear my music the Rim Boys did so. that too they was all in college and stuff Rim Boys. <laughs> The working title for REM. I would say, uh, a little disappointing, there were no Irish children in that video. Well, so, but the thing is, to be fair, I was only able to find this visualizer video of it, so it was a silhouette, so it could have been all Irish silhouettes. You don't know. You don't know. Okay, all right. Miming that whole Uh, thing. I'll I'll accept that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, no, um, I. I uh, like that band, and uh, that I thought that song is uh, catchy, trippy as balls, and I just decided to play it. It was the trippy as balls part I liked the best. Yes, exa- really. Exactly. <laughs> Who's uh, anyway? Um, I'm glad you guys dug it though. That's it is it is game within the game. Like sometimes, you know, I don't have a, I don't bring in Ray Stevens singles. 
I, I try to bring in stuff that, that, that I think is actually okay. going to like. <laughs> right, well, exactly. you know, but, but, Deliberately try to uh, like, like fuck with the room. Right, exactly. So, but here, so here's the arc of that. Treat your me. treat okay. your audience like a hate crime. If if, if, <laughs> if, if, if it if it is you know a few minutes with, I'll do shit like that. But if it's Dude, the you newer music, a whole well, you picked Cherry Pie the album. <laughs> okay, I said there's an arc, so we'll do that. I'm just saying by the time we get to new music. Mm-hmm. Then I'm taking that shit seriously. Okay, you know? I do think it's fair to to mention that uh, Dana Foot, the lead singer there, um, cites as her the influences of the band Balkan Music and Cage the Elephant. Oh, that sounds about right. That comes through. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, obviously, Wh- which Balkan was it? Lithuania or Estonia? She didn't mention Latvia? a specific Vol- Balkan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Country. yeah. Right. It's a little more Latvian than uh, than Lithuania, if you ask me. But uh, anyway, I'm partial. Right. Who's got next go round? Shane. Oh, I'm next week. Yeah. Shane? I'm not going to tell you right now because I'm choosing between two. One of which, well. I just have to do a little more listening because do some ruminating. I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm going to bring one in that I really want to bring in that I haven't done just a little bit of homework on and it's not going to be as fun. So um, rest assured, whatever I bring in, it's going to be fun one way or the other. I do. All right. Well, uh, Ryan, this was good. Yeah, man. Like literally. Thank you. Like there's a ever so slight. Less Are burden. You, I do hope you have literally like one tear <laughs> coming down right now. He's oh, probably just know. sweating. So, yeah. It's kind of warm in here. No, I'm just but saying. He was, like he, the the. I may have now just been, that the juggernaut is on his back. Laughing at your uh, cat lovers. No, you don't have a tear coming shirt. down, you moron. Yeah. I'm saying like oh the, now the, now that like a yeah like a, are you making an analogy to yeah. the Native American <laughs> in the 1971 no I think it was more tier, a tear of joy it was a tear of joy a, a tear of oh, exasperation yeah. and joy you have the the juggernaut off your back yeah finally yes all okay. these things all right all right no I I legit do feel a little bit lighter and uh, it was worth the wait absolutely. Well, that was a fun one. We'll look forward to the next go-round. Until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It.